Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Hello, everybody out there and watching and listener land. Welcome to the show. Uh, today, we have a special friend, business partner, a fellow coach in the Creators Club community, a magic media partner who we're building all sorts of fun stuff with, and a really amazing coach and leader and mama and wife and all the things. Uh, Chayla Davison from ChaylaDavison.com. Chayla, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, I was going to read one of the bios that I have access to, but bios are typically slightly outdated and kind of like, you know, contrived for the purpose of having on a website. And so I just want to imagine we're like hanging out at a cocktail party and we just met each other and maybe you've had like a full glass, a full drink. And I can't, I was was like, how many? Yeah, you okay. get one, one full drink and you're just sipping a second drink. And okay. I walk up to you. I'm like, hey, I'm Brad. Nice to meet you. What do you do? Who are you? How, how, do you, how would the, how would you answer that question? How I would answer that? Um, I would probably say I own a coaching company. I create programs and courses to help people meet their calling. And I'm particularly interested in what it means to merge your soul's work with your contribution in the world. Beautiful. And then I would say, hmm, that's super interesting. Where do I learn more about this? <laughs> and then I would say, here's a QR code. Scan it. Scan it, right? You have your, isn't your QR code tattooed on your shoulder or something like that? <laughs> Just scan my eyeball. Go see my website. Well, I wouldn't say Instagram. I would not say go find me on social media. Yeah, you can find more about that at ChaylaDavison.com or we can also chat more about it. Here's the reality is when people ask me about what I do out and about in the world, my move, you might call this manipulative. I don't think so. Is to just learn more about them. Yeah. So the work that I do is relational. It's curious. It's practical um but yeah it's really about getting underneath the surface of ourselves to really dig into like how do I want to live my life and what do I want my work to be and I think that part of why I don't identify sometimes I identify as a leadership coach my lineage is integral coaching which can actually be applied in a lot of different contexts most of my clients are entrepreneurs Um, And entrepreneurs or solopreneurs who are coaches, practitioners in healing spaces, wellness, education, um, people up to good, people who feel called to be of service to humanity. And so part of why I I don't really jive with business coaches that sometimes our life's work isn't a business. Sometimes our life's work doesn't even fall potentially under what our career is, depending on, you know, what our what resources we have access to and where we, what life stage we're in. So to me, it's really like, what am, what am I called to right now? And what are the unique facets of my beingness that I want to bring 
into the world and how does that ripple and have an impact that is good, beautiful, or true. I, I love that. And that's a perfect lead into the next question that I have is because we've been working together um, since last August, I think we began the adventure. Um, and so I know some of the internal conversations you've been having about this season that you're in right now. Um, yeah. And perhaps people who listen to your podcast and follow your work may not necessarily be on the inside of what's really going on for Chandler. And so I'm just wondering, based on the questions you just spoke there around, like, yeah. what is your calling? What is pulling you forward right now? What season are you in, in your life with your life's work? So maybe you could just elaborate around your own totally. internal transformation that's taking place here. Yeah, for sure. I'm happy to do that. And I will say, I actually recently, uh, I can't actually remember the title of the podcast that I put out, but it was actually right on this, like, and I, and I said, like, I don't really want to say like, pull back the curtain. I don't know. There's all sorts of metaphors that kind of feel too performative, but um, I really like sharing with people my journey, but sometimes I don't actually have language for what's happening. Mm -hmm. So um, it all began during that damn pandemic. Do you know about this thing that happened? I, didn't, I, I mean, I heard from one person did that you, there was a, did you yeah. catch a little bit of wind of that. Okay. So this yeah. super weird thing happened, it's yeah. very disruptive and traumatizing globally. Hmm. Uh, anyway. So around that time, um, one of the things that I work with a lot in my work that has become, it's like, it began as like a metaphor for me to see my work in projects and life stage and energetic output around is working with seasonality. Yeah. And it's been really fascinating to feel over, I don't know, maybe almost 10 years of working with this lens to feel the way that it's gone from conceptual and metaphoric to like a deeply embodied paradigm. And this is my lead up to talking about the internal pieces is that um, a lot of the paradigms I think that many of us, myself included, work with are ones around getting somewhere, becoming someone um, in a capitalist patriarchal structure, it has this like predictable upward trend or expectation. Oh, hashtag always be growing. Um, you know, oh, like what are your business goals? How are you going to grow this year? Where are you getting to next? This kind of endless sense of expansion and growth and, uh, creates things like hustle culture, grind culture, um, a whole society of, dysregulated, sleep deprived, burnt out human beings who instead of thriving and enjoying their work in their life are really like hustling to survive. Yeah. Um, and there are some very real challenging systemic issues that influence this. And there are some very internalized things that influence this. And so for me, I was at a point I got was hitting this edge where what I would say autumn was calling where it was time to let some things compost and let some things go. And my energy was waning and some of the projects I even had on the go and things that I was offering and doing in my work and also in my wider life. It's just like, I was just tired. I was tired. I needed to scale down. I didn't heat it fast enough because I had this like I've got a family to support. I've yeah. got clients to support. I've got expert. I've got all the things like everybody listening to this. We yeah. have our life circumstances where time, energy, and money 
can feel scarce. And then we feel beholden to just cranking. Um, and so I really started to feel burnt out, but not just burnt out in my energy, but really um, like the things I used to love didn't feel like they were loving me back. And what I was giving energy to, especially as somebody who I help people find their calling and like what I was doing, I wasn't feeling called to. My creative energy was zapped. It was like, um, so it was kind of like a forced winter. Anybody who ends up, this is the, the metaphoric terms that I would use for people who end up in burnout or, or a, a big disruption, right? Like even the, the pandemic had a forced winter quality to it. It was like, stop getting injured, getting ill, um, a major loss, uh, unexpected tragedies and dramas. These are all things that can force a winter. And, um, and what I have learned over the years is it's, well, there just will be disruptions that we can't, um, plan for. And also when it comes to our life's work, our life and our life's work, that knowing that life is actually cyclical, that autumn follows summer and winter follows autumn, we can actually start to get into listening and being in relationship with our life and our projects in ways that we can actually predict and plan for that. Um, and so this was like a lesson that I'd learned again, but now I really kind of got it. Um, and in that forced winter, I scaled my business right back. I spent a lot of time just, I was going to say gardening. I didn't even garden. I just like stood in my yard and looked at shit I wanted to do and didn't even do it. Um, a lot of resting a lot. And some of that resting was checking out. I watched like 20 hours a week of the walking dead for a while. And this feels important to say, because people think of like wintering or resting or rejuvenating, like you're going to some spa or you're like, no, it's like, I was like doing what I could to do what I could. Yeah. It's like shut off all the systems that need to be shut off, minimize all the output and just like, yeah get all the yeah 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 and alongside this like therapy and coaching and relational support and like spending time with my parents and shoring things up in my community and and really um finding ways to be nourished yeah supported so it's been in that way it's actually been a very healing composting turning the compost kind of thing beautiful um yeah. So that's kind of like what's been going on. And in that, I did this little thing where I was like, I had this friend, I have this friend in his work, his life's work, his calling is in theater and performance. And he has been making a living doing solo shows for years. His name is TJ Daw. He's so rad. And he had this course called create your solo show. And I knew that he'd done this. Um, I had this like little flutter of like I'd like to do that someday but who has time for that when you're running a business and doing all the minutes and I don't like you know what now's the time because when am I going to if I'm not yeah. going to do it yeah so that was a massive pivotal shift for me because it was just for me it was a creative project that had nothing to do with my business and like look you know this you're a creator I'm a creator I've been running this business for a very long time all of my writing and creative energy 
had some kind of feed into my professional life. Yeah. And doing that course was like, I started writing a show. I love my show. It's called a little bit much. It's all a little bit much. And it's um, really reignited some creative energy in some really powerful ways. And it had me really step back from my work too and go, okay, what do I really want? And I want to be writing. I don't even know. This thing is not even, I'm not, it's not hanging as a professional thing. I'm just like, I want to be writing books and I want to be spending more time being creative and more time away from my computer. And what does that mean? for this business and body of work that I've been building for years. And I'm great at coaching. I would say I love it, but where I'm called to next is not that. And that was so threatening to my identity and terrifying and threatening to my bottom line. And like, what do I do now? Yeah. And in the midst of this, I reached out to you because one of the things that's really um, been cool to look at is, I am, I, I relate to the business I have built and the body of work that is there almost like, like a baby or like an animal, like its own entity that I have been, that I birthed, that I've been tending to, that um, I gave life to and brought into this world. And it's been of immense service. And the primary way that I have been of immense service is doing really deep one-on-one -on -one work and deep group work. And um, I'm great at it. And I love it. But these other things are calling me. So the season that I've been in is how do I take all the work that I've done and start to shift my model so that there can be uh, more places for connection and collaboration and the work to serve people without me being in the depths of it all the time. Mm -hmm. What and in in some ways, you know, part of me feels like, yeah, whatever, Chayla. Everybody, business owner, tries to do that. They try to scale out of their one-on-one, -on -one, and it's like, on the one hand, this is what we're talking about. But what I'm not, I'm actually not interested in the scaling life for the sake of the scaling life. What I'm interested in is ha having my life's work contribute to people's life's work as its own kind of ecosystem. Yeah. It is regenerative rather than extractive. And it was starting to get to a point where, well, unless I'm feeding this with my energy in very full, deep ways, I can't move towards these other things without burning out. And I got to move towards those other things. So I'm creating uh, an ecosystem of connection, of service, and I'm leveraging my life's work, which is what we've been doing together, is taking what I've done so far and building it into new forms yeah. that is more accessible to people, that people can play with, take um, and grow from. Which is so exciting and, and relatable. And I would say when I, the first time I leveraged my life's work was I taught those 500 meditation workshops over the course of three years and then produced a meditation library. And there was the part of me, like when I was like, I'm done teaching meditation workshops like you, it was very scary moment of like, but this is how I make money. This is a part of who I am. And I also felt like this guilt, this tinge of guilt of like, but I've seen people's lives really transform from showing up and doing this. I need to find a way to essentially clone myself so that this can exist in the world without me being fully present to it. 
And that was what I did with the meditations. And so those have spread to one or two plus million people through the apps over the last eight years and generated hundreds of thousands of dollars of passive income. And so my hopes and, and dreams of like the work that we're, we're doing together to leverage what you have to create that regenerative way of delivering this work that has been so valuable to countless lives that we can do the same type of thing that is like to bring these tools and these teachings in so that you can pursue these other things that are calling you well that life's work lives on it's kind of like it's almost like shedding a layer of like there is chela right there and you can receive all the things that chela has to offer and this new version of chela is still moving forward alongside this like cloned version it's uh you know we're cloning you is what we're doing Well, gosh, don't we all say, I wish I had a clone. You know, I really appreciate how you named that. And there was something that sparked for me as you were talking about what you did. And and it's realizing the moment years ago. So my first business was a hair salon that I owned for eight years um, that I started when I was 19. And amazingly, I sold for three years of income, which allowed me to leave an unhealthy marriage, retrain in a new industry as a coach and start a business while being a single mother to Hmm. a two-year-old. And there's that in itself. I remember when I was saying like, I'm done doing hair and I would have people go, but you're so good at it, but you're so good at it. And there's, there's something about, you know, and I finally got to, well, that doesn't matter. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't like it. Um, But there's, it's actually really hard to begin to let go of something that you're really good at, that people want from you. Yeah. And it's been a big part of my, what I've been doing has been a big part of my identity. And the thing is, it's like, I I can watch this little part. It's like, wait, am I actually claiming that I'm not going to do coaching anymore? Because I think I actually might, it might just be like with real bodies in rooms or for a little while. And we'll see, I don't know. There's some, I love being with people, but it has a similar feeling of there's something that I need to be willing to risk letting go or having a new form. And I think some of it is, is like, there's the identity piece, but there's also an ego piece of like going, can, can this work in different forms carried out by or collaboratively collaboratively worked with by other people. Yeah. Can that live without me? Um, Right now, one of my uh, group coaching programs is running and somebody was sharing with me. They, they both have, we have our deep group coaching work where I'm there. And then they have these connections where they get together and they've been sharing with me the power of what's happening when I'm not there. And it's like that, that, so part of what I've been looking to craft is, okay, it's not just to take, I think just engaging with the content as a totally self-paced course all on your own, you're going to get a shit ton out of it. But then looking at like, how do I actually craft experiences so that people can find each other and gather and and use this work? Because when we're doing deep inner work and effective values aligned outer work, having reflection yeah. And connection and collaboration really influences the results. And so that's been part of the challenge that 
I've been working in is like, oh, how do you set up those conditions so that people can really run with this on their own? And I think we're doing it. I think I we're. I think so. It feels like that. We're mm -hmm. definitely making a lot of progress there. And that's, that's the thing is um, I've been doing this a long time and you really can with the right thought out process and content delivery system, like people can really go through transformations without, without you being fully present to it. I mean, I've every once in a while I'll go onto some of the apps that I'm on and I'll just read the reviews and like, some some of the platforms on there is like hundred thousand reviews. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, how did that happen? How did that yeah. happen? I wasn't there. I literally sat in a studio for one hour and recorded that piece of content, and it's like, Pow! it's amazing. You know, this is and this for like other people listening who are like, I don't know if my work makes a difference, or you know, especially a lot of if you're creating content and putting it out in the world, you just don't know. Yeah, you don't know. And I think that this has been something that I'm needing to, because I get so, I can get really like, you know, the work needs to be like really deep. And I can just like get caught up in that in a way that um, doesn't give credence to how a single insight or a practice or a new way of looking at something that then you take into your relationships or you take into how you're carrying out your work. Yeah. Actually really ripple. And I've had yeah. people reach out to me and they're like, I've been on your mailing list for this amount of time, blah, 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 blah. Here's all the results I've gotten from you. We have never interacted with each other. They've never purchased anything from me. It's just from interacting with free content. And I'm like, really? So I'm really having to like surrender to let what all the work that my past self has done let that be enough so that I can really give myself the time and space that I really long for to be in this new creative territory. How but it feels, yeah, it is. It's very exciting. It's, it's very, very exciting. scary, exciting. Um, yeah, is. Which is amazing. I mean, that is the, you know, you're walking on the bridge right now from the old life that you got very familiar with to, a new expansive life and and the bridge is the transformation that you have to go through in order to step into the new reality and so you're doing that and you're calling in the support that can help you with that which is i think a really important piece you know you've got magic media as your media shaman to support you with the the journey of yeah, transformation no, well and that's been as you know like when we first got it was like i can't do another build yeah i can't do another build I don't want to, it's like all of the, the production pieces are the hardest for me. Like yeah. content, change process, depth work, all of that is like, I can do that in my sleep. Yeah. But the creating the project, production part is just too, I don't like it. I don't want to do it. And then I, and yet I want something that I'm really proud of. And so yeah. that's yeah. been really fun to do that and have a team to work with to do that. And, um, you know, one of the things as you're talking about the bridge that just feels really important to say, cause it's like, yeah, I'm doing it. I couldn't not do it. You know, as somebody yeah. who's like my whole shtick is I help you meet your calling. And then the second I realized I wasn't doing that, I was like, well, now I'm just right out of integrity. And like, as soon as I got that, I have this other, I got to follow this thing. I can't yeah. keep saying I help people meet their calling if I'm not doing that. And yeah. what's really 
hallucinating is still a lot of my time right now is actually spent on building, on iterating the body of work that I've already had. Some of it is spent on these new whispers, but a lot of it isn't yet. Yeah. And yet I'm aligned. And yeah. so my energy is flowing. My enthusiasm is flowing. The connections and support are flowing. Like it's just feeling super alive and delicious right now. That's, that's a good indicator that you're on the right track, that even the hard stuff, you have the energy to do it and you're not procrastinating around it. It's like, no, I got to do this. For that? I got to do this to get to the other stuff. And, and I'm going to do this the best, best of my abilities. And like what we're doing right now is like, you've spent all these years developing this body of work and now we're putting the polish on it so that it can be a scalable piece of work that can live on long after you're still offering this and that's yeah. that's the goal and that's probably why you're so energized it's like you can see the light at the end of the tunnel for this new chapter that's coming and it's like okay we have to just take these next steps and put them in place so that we get to that next stage and it's going to be so exciting you know i know I just, this year is a year of building but to get yeah. to the other side you know what this metaphorically, this just made me think of as a fellow parent. It's like, you know, I, I, I had the baby, I birthed the baby, I nursed the baby, I did all those butt wiping toddler years. I mean, that sounds actually diminishing to the work, but like the, the, the tending, right. The moment yeah. to moment presence and tending of raising a child is now it feels like, okay, you're, I'm sending my kid off to college, like go be out in the world and, and give and receive from the world in new ways. And I'm going to be over here in my empty nest, writing my book. It's beautiful. I like yeah. I like the metaphor. I'm going to let that roll around in me a bit. Yeah. I dig the metaphors. Although, you know, kids may just decide to stay and live with you into their fifties. So, so far my teenager tells me that that's not going to happen. So let's roll with that. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, so far my six-year-old tells me he's going to live in a cabin on the land. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, six, my, so. my now says he'll move out. At first you said, so when I'm 18, are you guys going to move out and I get the house? I'm like, interesting. <laughs> I might be raising an entitled white boy. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys move out and I get the house. That's so cool. I love how this Imagination. Works. Possibility wow. starts with imagination. Yeah, that's right. Um, so you have some very fun stuff coming up in celebration of this new chapter. Uh, you have, well, do you want to just tell tell what's coming up? You got some really exciting stuff. Yeah, I've got, well, I've got a workshop series coming up. So I've got a program coming up. And this program is called Lead Yourself. And it's an iteration on um, my group coaching program lead. And it is a year long container. I'm going to show up monthly. We're going to do some Q&A. There's some amazing modules to help lead you through identifying your calling, what you are focusing on right now, how you want to grow and build to be in that. I've got some really great um, methods and models that run through that, including this lens of seasonality, which repeatedly I have people say like, look, I've talked about, I've learned about cycles and seasons and I've never seen somebody teach it like this and it's blowing my mind. So I love that. And it's one of my favorite things about this work. 
and uh, others will be gathering. We're going to have peer mentors who've gone before you to support and engage with it. And that's the program. But leading into the program, because yo, we're marketers too, I have five workshops that I'm doing, a series of workshops that roll uh, once a week for five weeks. And really at the crux of it are, are coming in and exploring calling and aligned life's work from different angles. So the first one is meet your calling. And it's like, what is a calling? What does that even mean? So I'm going to tell you what it means to me. And also after working with hundreds of people for over a decade doing this work, um, the things that I have seen when people are living in aligned calling, there are four key things that are present and thriving. And we're going to look at what those four key things are and see what's high, what's low, what's missing, what the key leverage points are so that you can uh, shore it up. And then we are going to get into a workshop called, I don't actually remember the name of all of them. I don't have them all I, I got them right here. So the first one that meeting, Meet Your Calling is April 19th from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific. The next one is called Envy and Disappointment, a Liberation Story. Yes. So here's the deal. Life happens and sometimes it sucks. And it is quite often that we can have losses and disappointments and painful things happen. And then we make meaning out of those things. They start to shape how we see the world. They start to influence what we think is possible. And then our actions and behaviors and the risks that we're willing to take or what we're not willing to take. And after that little thing that we talked about, that little blip in humanity there called the pandemic, people are tired. Um, a lot of disappointments have happened. A lot of disruption has happened. And so this workshop is really um, looking at how do we how do we work with that? Mm -hmm. And how do we truly grieve what we need to grieve and work with the stories and the meaning that is not serving to get past it. And then envy, show me somebody who doesn't ever compare themselves to other people. And I'll show you somebody who might not be on social media anymore. Um, <laughs> so envy comparison, even if you're comparing yourself to the version of yourself, you think you should be we're going to start to look at how the things or the people or the possibilities that we envy, how we can get the hooks of them out and have it direct us on our purpose. So that's happening April 27th, 11 to 12 Pacific. Uh, the next one, seasoned wisdom to end the hustle and grind. Sounds Aha. restorative. Restorative. So this is really, you know, for the A-types or for the non-A-types who are like, stop telling me I need to get up early in the morning and do things. Um, anybody hooked by hustle and grind culture, you feel like you're not doing enough, you're failing, you need to constantly be on the go. How do you start to create rhythms that are more regenerative, that are kinder, where you're not extracting of yourself? So we're really yeah. going to be looking at things like energy and um Mindset. I don't love that word, but I just said it anyway. All right, next one. Oh, when is that one? That one is May the 4th, be with you from be 11 to 12. Uh, and then the fourth workshop is regenerative productivity. Find your groove. Yes. So a lot of people, when I teach about seasonality, a lot of people really resonate with like, oh my God, I've never learned how to winter and I need to learn how to winter and rest. But also the flip side is um, 
being productive and not pathologizing productivity, um, finding healthy ways to be productive and move. So there's a lot of wheel spinning, um, decision fatigue that people face, um, not knowing where to go next or what to do, or um, not doing the things that you know you really need to do. So here we're going to be talking about performance states and your groove and your unique cycles and patterns and ways of leveraging and using your energy and your genius to get in alignment with how to be productive in a way that works for you. Beautiful. And that's May 11th. And then the fifth and final workshop in this series of weekly workshops is called The Embodied Self-Experience, Imagining New Futures. Uh, yes. So this is going to be um, weaving in one of the core. So I think I said this earlier, the lineage of coaching that I am trained in and that I have taught in is integral coaching. And one of the things that we work with is exploring what's our way of being. And there are lots of, we can use that term in a lot of different ways. What I'm talking about, what we're working with when we're talking about in a, a way of being are our embodied beliefs, behaviors, um, ways of seeing and relating to the world. And what's working about that? What's not working about that? And so anytime we are at a growth edge, which could be all the time, things seem to go real fast, right? But if you're in one spot and you are longing to be in another spot, whether that's practically or experientially working with, how is how I'm showing up in my life right now really working? And how do I want to leverage that? And if there's a gap, what's in that gap? And so this workshop is about exploring what's in that gap. So you can get some clarity on what's your current way of being, what's awesome about it, what's holding you back about it. What would be a new way of being that if it was embodied in your beliefs, in your behaviors, in your lived experience would close that gap. And since my work is about helping people meet their calling and come into alignment, we, we find all sorts of gaps. How I like to hold this work is not like gaps are bad or you're not there yet, or there's some failing or insufficiency. Part of what we're doing in this workshop is by anchoring into sufficiency, enoughness, whole and complete as you are as a baseline, what needs attention? Where do you wanna grow? What do you wanna let go of? Like that. That's exciting. And that's on May 17th. So that's five workshops. You can sign up for all five of them. You can come for free. You can come to one. The recordings will be posted within 24 hours after an audio and video. So you can watch or listen to them as well. If you're on the list to get in on those. So those are the links to those will be in the show notes. And then I believe it's May 22nd. Lead Yourself begins its year long adventure. Yes. Uh, that's, that's very, very exciting. That's a lot of fun stuff coming up. It's a lot of fun stuff coming up. It's a lot of stuff to have energy for. Thank God. <laughs> I'm like aligning up energy right now. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. And we've got a, uh, one of the things that I would just want to say about the people in my sphere who seem to be drawn to my work are like wise, funny, done a lot of personal work, really want to make a difference really know that they have gifts. Sometimes they are like really owning their gifts. Maybe they're not owning their gifts yet. 
but like want to bring their gifts to the world for the world. Mm -hmm. And so the people who I've already seen are on the list to come show up at these workshops are generous, kind, interesting human beings up to really cool stuff. So if you resonate with that or you want to hang out with people like that, then you should probably come. And this whole five event series. So this is like a signature magic media launch process that we do just to like spill the beans. And the reason we do five workshops in five weeks before selling a program like lead yourself is because each of these workshops gives you, you're literally going to go through a transformational experience. You come out for five free workshops. You're going to have five powerful transformations. And what that does is it sets the foundation and it sets the stage for the work that you're going to be doing with Shayla. It really helps you to understand like, okay, if I work with this person, if this is what happens in the free stuff that happens over the course of five weeks, one hour a week, like what is going to happen in the year long journey? And so all of our launches we do, we always do these five events in, in over the course of five weeks so that you can pace out this experience and really get a taste of the medicine you're going to receive when you sign up for the full experience, which will be a year long journey. Awesome. Thanks yeah. for that. That was really well articulated. Thanks. And if you don't want to sign up for anything. I just like, I'm always anti-sales. Listen, come give me your money and buy my stuff. But if you don't want to just come to these five free workshops totally. and get a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Jayla, thank you so much. Everybody out there listening, watching, thank you so much for being here. Share this with some friends. Spread the good word because we're not on social media. Booyah. <laughs> We'd really appreciate it. Chael, uh, I'm looking forward to the events coming up. And thanks for the chat. Thanks for having me. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com, that's M-A-J-I-K, media.com, and explore what our Creators Club or partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.